All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of the end of the week. Today is the 23rd of October. The number of COVID-19 cases in India has stayed close to that 55,000 mark and has taken the tally to 77 lakh yesterday. Once again, for the most part of this week, the new additions have stayed below the 60,000 mark and that's a big positive. Speaking of the virus, in case you missed it, the Narendra Modi government has set aside around 50,000 crore rupees for its prospective vaccination program once a vaccine against COVID-19 is available. The government estimates that it will be a cost of about $6-7 per person, according to a Bloomberg report. In regulatory news, the Reserve Bank of India has issued a revised set of guidelines for housing finance companies after it took over regulation of these lenders last year. The final guidelines follow a draft issued in June this year and seeks to harmonize regulations between non-bank lenders and housing financiers. The guidelines include the definition of housing finance companies, what qualifies as a housing loan, norms on liquidity coverage ratio, and exposure to group companies that are engaged in real estate. Separately, the Reserve Bank of India has barred payment firms from issuing proprietary quick response or QR codes and has asked them to switch to at least one interoperable code to improve ease of use. Payment system operators who use QR codes will now have to shift to one or more interoperable codes by the 31st of March 2022. At present, only two interoperable codes exist. Those are the UPI or the Unified Payments Interface and the Bharat QR code. In international news, WhatsApp has entered online commerce with a shopping button. The messaging platform introduced the feature that will allow users to shop and soon pay for goods and services via WhatsApp chats. WhatsApp's business account holders can provide catalogs from the chat screen to customers, allowing them to purchase directly. The buy button is going live globally but will come to India later. In more international news, the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits fell for the third uh, time in four weeks, suggesting the labor market is gradually recovering while remaining far below its pre-pandemic health. The progress last week was broad-based across states and California resumed reporting after a pause, offering figures that improved the overall jobs picture. Initial jobless claims in regular state programs declined to 787,000 and the week ended the 17th of October. Without adjustments for seasonal fluctuations, claims dropped by about 73,000. Goldman Sachs has admitted its role in the biggest foreign bribery case in US enforcement history, reaching multiple international settlements to end probes into its fundraising for the Malaysian Fund, known as 1MDB. Goldman officials helped spread $1.6 billion in illicit payments across Malaysia and the Middle East as part of a scheme that diverted money raised for development projects into an international spending spree on mansions and parties. In international markets, US stocks ended higher. The Dow and the S&P 500 climbed about half a percent each, while the Nasdaq rose by 0.2%. 
And in the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early rises have started marginally negative. The Nikkei in Japan was trading flat last I checked. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking at the start of trade today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. I'm sure you would have heard the saying, where there is a will, there is a way. I'd slightly tweak it and say, where there is Friday, there is action. And not that the markets have been any devoid of it over the last 48 hours, even though the numbers may not show the same. In fact, Thursday's decline was only the second instance of the markets ending in the red over the last 16 trading sessions. So what do we have in store for you today? cement stocks and they have been following a trend and that is a trend of strong results. ACC set the ball rolling, Ultratech and Sagar Cement followed suit on Wednesday and it was the turn of Ambuja Cements to report strong numbers for the September quarter on Thursday. Overall sales volumes were up 8%, net profit almost doubled while EBITDA Patan saw a growth of 43% over the previous year. The board has recommended an interim dividend of 17 rupees a share, the record date for which has been set at the 6th of November. From cement we move to IT and now despite having one of the highest exposures to the travel vertical, CoForge reported a 10.1% growth in its dollar revenue compared to the previous quarter. The company also added 12 new clients and saw a constant currency growth of 8.1% as compared to the previous quarter. The company's order book grew 20% and now stands at nearly $500 million. From IT, we move to pharma. It's a complete spread, isn't it? Alembic Pharma's US and India business saw high single-digit growth during the quarter. However, its ex-US business grew 84% as compared to the previous year. API sales were up nearly 30%, while the international formulation sales saw growth of over 20%. The company intends to launch over five new products in the third quarter of FY21. Some other stocks which will be reacting to their earnings include Crompton Greaves Consumer Electricals, which said that it witnessed healthy growth in all its business verticals and that the margins of its lighting business were back to double digits. HDFC AMC, whose revenue and net profit both declined 8%, while market share based on closing AUM stood at 13%. Bharti Infratel, whose results were largely in line with estimates, and Hexaware, which reported results for the final time as a listed entity. So watch out for all these stocks which will be reacting to their earnings. JSW Steel, Tech Mahindra, Nestle are the three nifty names that will be reporting numbers today. The non-index names, the list goes Yes Bank, Arthi Drugs, Heidelberg Cement, Persistent Systems and IDBI Bank amongst a lot of others. Aside of earnings, Cochin Shipyard is likely to see some action today. It saw some action on Thursday as well after investor Radhakishan Damani acquired half a percent stake in the company at 394 rupees a share. The stock ended 10% higher on Thursday at the highest level in two months. Music Broadcast has recommended the issue of one bonus non-convertible redeemable preference share for every 10 shares held by non-promoter shareholders. The total issue size is close to 90 crore rupees based on the issue price of 100 rupees a share. Now SBI cards fell over 4% on Thursday after its asset quality deteriorated in the September quarter. The company in its investor presentation has stated that the total ratio of stressed loan accounts on its books stands at 16.5% in the quarter gone by. Now we will have to see if there is any further selling pressure on the stock today as it ended off the lowest point of the day on Thursday.
And lastly, the IPO of Equita Small Finance Bank was fully subscribed on the final day of bidding. Overall subscriptions stood at 1.95 times. The QIB portion was subscribed close to four times. Retail portion was subscribed close to two times, while the non-institutional portion was subscribed only 22%. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicated that the index was trading flat, around the mark of 11,900. Now if we exclude the 2.5% drop last Thursday, the Nifty has not had a move of 1% or more in either direction in the last 11 trading sessions. Tells you a lot about the consolidation that the markets are in at the moment. Both the benchmark indices are up over 1% for the week as of closing on Thursday. That's all from me this week. I wish you all a happy weekend and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you in this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQueen.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.